Arjuna said this, so Sanjay reports. Sanjaya Uvacha Sanjaya Uvacha Eva Mukto Krishi Keshaha Eva Mukto Rishi Keshaha Guda Keshena Bharata Guda Keshena Bharata Sena Yorubhayor Madhye Sena O Bharata, addressing again to Dhritarashtra, who is now the king of the center of the nation, He Bharata, and from the lineage of the great righteous king Bharata, Bharata Raja. So Bharata, He Bharata. Eva Muktaha Rishikeshaha Gudakeshena. Having thus been spoken by Gudakesha to Rishikesh, to the Lord, Senayorubhayor Madhye Sthapaitva Rathottamam. And this best of chariot, Rathottamam, placing it, Sthapitva. Where Senayor Ubayor Madhye. Bhagwan takes him and places him where he ought to be placed. Here again, Arjuna's name is called as Gudakesha. Who is this Arjuna? One old translation says Gudakesha means one who is sleepless. Any warrior was sleepless, but really we do not see that Arjuna never slept like Napoleon. Even Lakshman was said to be sleepless. When say sleepless warrior, doesn't mean he never slept at all. So that can also be. But actually also the word Gudha Keshaha. Gudha means none other than one who pervay the entire Brahmanda. Gudha. Gudha means one who pervades the entire universe. So, Vyapnoti Sa Gudaha. And who's, who is his Isha? Which means that Lord Shiva, who is the Lord of Arjuna, that Gudakesha. Means also meaning that if, if there's a beautiful story in the Mahabharata, that Arjuna was performing great austerities because he had to get the Pashupati Astra. Because Karna had it and if you have to fight with an equal warrior, you have to have equal weapons. So he was invoking Lord Shiva. But as always, you know, mother's hearts melt very quickly. But they should never interfere in dad's business. But if they did not have the compassion, dads would be very strict. So which way we should go, we don't really know. Arjuna was doing tapasya and of course Parvati Ma, you know, Mother Parvati is constantly nudging him. I mean, look at how much tapasya is doing. Shouldn't you go and bless him? Lord Shiva says he's not yet ready. You know, because these weapons have to be yielded by only those people 
who have a lot of self-control. You don't get impulsive and, and finally Karna used that Pashupati Astra which he had kept for Arjuna and on Gatot Kach. Those who know the story, no? In sheer desperation. And that was on a young boy. Hmm? Even though he was fierce, there's no doubt about that. But he used that on that. So this is, it is something when you yield nuclear weapons, you have to be a person of great control. In panic, you cannot just do it. Not in sheer anger, not on the wrong place at the wrong person at the wrong time. It's a sense of responsibility. Therefore, these weapons were never given to people who were not of self-control. So let him be of some self-control. And he should not have an ego. Mainly, main is that. There must be some control over your ego. You cannot be without ego, but have some self-control over your ego. And at that time, Parvatiji insisted. So he said, okay. And I was wondering why suddenly I thought about this story. Because the story is exactly of this form of Lord Shiva. And during our camp, Gurudev did the sthapana of it. It's called as hmm, Kirat, hmm, the Lord in the form of a hunter. Lord Shiva came in the form of a hunter. And a wild boar came dashing towards Arjuna. He heard the roar and Arjuna was sitting there, immediately took out his arrows. Hmm, and another arrow came from another side, very swift. Both the arrows hit the boar. Arjuna says, I killed it. The other warrior says, hmm. that forest dweller says, I killed it. Huh? Arjuna is a warrior. No, I am faster than anybody. So he said, no, it is my arrow, which was the arrow that first pierced the wild boar. Arjuna got into a dispute, immediately into a dispute that, you know, I did it, I did it, I did it. And there was a fierce battle with bow and arrows. And it was going on for quite some time. And Arjuna fought none other. That's why Gudakesha, his name came as Gudakesha. That he fought with Lord Shiva and got the blessings of Lord Shiva. And to match up with Lord Shiva, he fought for a long time. And then suddenly Arjuna understood that there are only three people who can fight like this. One is Bhishma, one is Parshuram. Parshuram is in austerities. Bhishma is not here. The other can only be Lord Shiva. And immediately he bowed down to him and got the, since he surrendered with humility, he got the blessings of Lord Shiva. Therefore, that good Akesha, hmm, advised by that good Akesha or commanded by that good Akesha, he took him into the battlefield. And here, hmm, Sanjay Sel says, hmm, just reports it hmm, and says, Bhishma Drona Pramukhata Bhishma Drona Pramukhata Sarvesham Chamahikshita 
राइट इन द मोस्ट स्ट्रैटेजिक पॉइंट ऑफ द कैन यू इमेजिन मस्ट बी एरेड इट मस्ट बी ओवर सर्टन माइल्स और माइल लॉन्ग और सो मेनी मिलियंस ऑफ पीपल माइल्स लॉन्ग मस्ट बी द army of the kauravas so krishna also strategically brought and kept him in front of whom his biggest challenge and that is bhishma drona pramukatah sarvesham cha mahikshitam where the main concentration of the kaurava army was there obviously because bhishma and drona is also there so the most strongest portion of the army there is a saying in the corporate world you are as strong as your weakest point hmm? and you must always know the strongest point of your opponent so krishna also nicely goes and places him right in front of bhishma and drona and where all the other mighty warriors were concentrated and uvacha bhagwan says so far it is everywhere you know sanjay uvacha dhritarashtra uvacha arjuna uvacha and should be also shri bhagwan uvacha but here is the only statement vedya says because bhagwan just casually says it and arjuna is totally deflated by this one statement Where he says, "He partha pashyaitan sam samavetan kuruniti." See, these kurus gathered in front of you, and what Krishna wanted to show, Arjuna saw. And what did Arjuna see? Tatra pashyaitan partha. All these sentences have to be read together because the verb carries on to the next verse. No.
So there, Tatra there, Apashyan, he saw what? Who? Partha. In both these verses, the word Partha has been used. One, because he is the son of Pritha. And you can say that Krishna is to love calling Arjuna Partha. Of course, all the Pandavas were Partha. He used to love calling him Partha because it was like Arjuna's pet name. Oh, my little brother, basically. No? Because Kunti Pritha was his aunt. So, hey, Partha, or oh son of Pritha. Also, Prithvi Devi comes from the same hmm, root, earth. So, born of earth. And therefore, by that, Bhagwan is addressing all beings. All human beings. No? Hey Partha. And Bhagwan says, Hey Partha, you see. Arjuna said to Krishna, Take me where I can see. Bhagwan says, I have taken you there, now you see. Another very interesting thing is that see, Arjuna is commanding the Lord. No? And when we command the Lord, when we tell the Lord what he should be doing for us, we really know what is good for us or bad for us. As you should be, oh Lord, show us, do with us, tell us what we should do. But we lecture, we tell the Lord what to do. Yeah? Isn't that? All your prayers are what? Bhagavan, I want this. Now, therefore, you do it for me. No? Not that. Let thy will be done. Whatever you want for me, you do. No? It is not like that. We command. Even children nowadays, no? as they grow up to be teenagers, they tell their parents what should be done. Not that, mom, dad, what is good for me, you do. No, I know what's good for me. What do you know? Hmm? Whenever that happens, delusion only will take place. No, no you say Bhagwan was there. Why did he allow Arjuna in the first place to del get deluded? No. Bhagwan just said, see. So when the devotee or the man commands the Lord, man gets deluded. Well, Bhagwan should have said, no, 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 I'm not taking you there. It's not good for you. You think that time Arjuna would listen? And Bhagwan is a charioteer. Hmm? He says, I want to see whom I'm going to fight. So Bhagwan shows him who is fight, no? So Bhagwan also. Now there are devotees. Who will try to say, of course, that and it is also in Bhakti Shastras, it is there. No? We find Narad Muni getting deluded. None other than Narad Muni. So, Bhaktas also get deluded. And whenever the Bhaktas get deluded, Bhagwan has got something to achieve. No? So, either with his smile, Bhagwan can delude. Yeah? Because Bhagwan's smile itself is Maya. And with his smile, he can remove also your delusion. With one look also he can delude you. One And with one look he can release you from your delusion also. And even with one word, he just said, see, now it's really an innocent statement. No, Bhagwan is deluding. Bhagwan is just saying, see, and use the word, Kurus, hmm? the Kauravas. They were also Pandavas sons of, they were also Kurus only. So, see your basically relatives. Another thing very, very, very important is 
that when such a devotee gets deluded, Bhagwan is there to remove his delusion. Two things. One is we get deluded because we've got some flaw in us. And Bhagwan doesn't want any flaw in his perfect instrument, in his perfect devotee. So now and then he has to bang his flute also hmm? yeah? to remove the dust from it. Now that banging is for what? Hurting the flute. But when he bangs, it hurts. But that is only to remove the dirt so that the music can come forth more melodiously. That is why he does. So therefore, Bhagwan seems to be, Bhagwan's will, nothing can happen. So Bhagwan seems to be, the Lord seems to be deluding him only. Why did Bhagwan have taken front of Bhishma and Drona only? Did he know that Arjuna would do? One thing is we have to go fight the battle. You have to be strong and you have to know that in the middle of the battle, you can't start it panicking. It's better before the battle, you know what you're going to face and decide. So that's why Bhagwan took him there. At the same time, no? Bhagwan purpose is to establish dharma and dharma is established when you have complete knowledge of the path and the goal. Abhyudhaya Nishreyas. So both the path and the goal. How to act in this world and how to attain the supreme. Both has to be taught. Then the establishment of dharma takes place. And Bhagwan has chosen Arjuna to be the instrument to receive this knowledge and through him the world. So when Bhagwan deludes also, we say, why Arjuna? How could he really be? How could Arjuna, such a great man of valor, suddenly become so panicky in the beginning of the war? So devotees will say like that. Another very important thing is that we may have a lot of skill and knowledge but every life situation you cannot face with that. There's a people say, no, what is the use of this spiritual knowledge? Will it give me more income? Yeah, people ask, you know. And people think that they get the spiritual knowledge, now nothing will go wrong in their life. If you live the spiritual life, nothing will be wrong. But you know, now that I attended one satsang, no, now nothing will go wrong in my life. So no accidents can take place. And what is accident to do with spirituality? Huh? You drive recklessly or you didn't look in the left and a car, car came and banged you. Yeah. Bhagwan has to protect you. Yeah. See how people have this weird feeling. no? You know what? I attended so many such songs. I listened to so many discourse. I read the Bhagavad Gita. Why did this happen to me? Are? Many life situations come for various reasons in our life. Without the spiritual knowledge, with just our academic knowledge or skills or professional skills, none of this knowledge actually can help us to face all situations of our life. And therefore, we can attain success by earning us some more money. But to attain that success, which is significant, 
based on bhagavad gita we created the course make it happen and we call it from success to significance that significant success can be possible only with spiritual knowledge spiritual values and you see that those who are successful even monetarily they very often people of discipline virtues nobilities values they may have other faults it's not that but they are successful because of that and therefore without these spiritual values they'll come without these spiritual values whatever knowledge whatever achievement that we have what you call as great success is not possible and therefore bhagwan is giving this spiritual knowledge so without this spiritual knowledge that success which is significant cannot be achieved now think about it arjuna is such a successful person such a talented person with such skills and such abilities with such laurels and has won so many battles before that arjuna even before this war he would have collapsed if the spiritual knowledge was not given to here we find what is the importance of the spiritual knowledge it is not that nothing will go wrong in your life or all situations will be easy in fact you might be challenged by the strongest of difficulties the greatest of all problems because with your spiritual knowledge you can surmount them all so therefore to point out that also at the same time we always think and it is still there in everybody's mind even now the general public in the world always think that you know see our practical life you know means you know family children the emotional uh, traumas and uh, you know the strife and struggle for wealth and to acquire for your needs and for your desires and pleasures and for your status in life now that's one part of our life and the other part of our life is spirituality and that we can do later on because at this moment we have to deal with all these things we have this in our mind that is why also people think you know are now you know how can we learn this knowledge we'll do it later later when when you are old aged there also this knowledge has got but gita is teaching us how to live our life effectively not only fulfilling our material goals by living our swadharma our own personal aptitude and duty according our uh, duty according to our aptitude but by that in by that attaining the purity of mind and finally reaching the highest goal of life of attaining immortality of attaining divinity that is what the gita is teaching us and when are you going to learn it when you are dying you can't hear anything and somebody chants the gita in your ears and you're going to get liberated 
this is how people think and they will tell you also are you going to gita camp one and a half month yeah. so young you are only 65 <laughs> i mean tell this to these 20 year old ones you can understand also you know 65 and the one who is 85 you say why should i do now at this age at 85 abhi to main jawan hu Gita is not for a dying man. Gita is for a living man. Gita is not given in the caves or in an ashram. It's given in the battlefield of life. Because where the problem, there we want the solution. Not that you know. Now here you bear the problem, and you know when you die, we will give you heaven. Or now you know in your in your family life, this is what's going to be. You know that's how it, it's a problematic life. You know you just. Now, if you want peace, then you come to the ashram. This is not what spiritual knowledge in India is. This is not our Vedantic knowledge. Where the problem, there is where we want the solution. It's not like that. You know, you are almost dying here, and you know, yeah. You know, the doctor says, you know, if you come all the way to Timbuktu, I will cure you. You don't want a doctor in Timbuktu where you have to go. In a sick body to get cured. You want a doctor here and now. And the doctor is here, and he says, uh, you know, that there is no solution now. <laughs> But we'll discover 20 years later. Till then, we'll give you many medicines with side effects. Do you want such a thing? You don't want that. You want the solution now. So the solution should be where we are. and we have to learn it there only therefore bhagwan gave it in the battlefield itself and another thing is also no this i hear from married people if two people love each other they are living with each other for so many years they have their little struggles their strives etc and all that but they are together for many years but you know married couples generally tell me you know sometimes when you fight and after i say why do you all fight you have to live with each other why do you all fight you know when you fight and then afterwards when you resolve it no you know some this is some i don't know what <laughs> thrill you all find but i have no idea about it but you find some thrill in it no? that you know little separation makes the heart fonder you must have heard these statements no and you see you know what happens is that you know suppose when a misunderstanding takes place and afterwards when you clear the misunderstanding then the other person feels like you know it feels like doing much more like no it happens like that so same way here also you know when arjuna got diluted and then bhagwan gave the knowledge that knowledge also has got importance otherwise arjuna will say are yaar ab lecture mat maro yaar hmm? <laughs> this is how he say no no don't give any lecture now you know because at the moment is irrelevant for me my life everything is going on fine yeah now don't tell me in future i will need it when i need it i'll take it my life is fine business is doing well children are very obedient Hmm? Wife actually cooks for me. Hmm? <laughs> Health is good. Why do I want anything? Okay, yar, now stop giving me a lecture that you know I may need spirituality. Don't give me all this lecture. See, only when we need something, we have an importance for it. Otherwise, hmm? that's why how many people heard the Gita, even from Gurudev. How many people heard it? You know, because it was given. But if you don't feel the need of it, 
you don't see the relevance of it. You don't practice what you have learned. How will you see the glory of it? That's why I said, no, people don't know what they have missed out. Thank you for tuning in to this episode by the Chinmaya Mission. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing. If you're looking for exceptional and detailed content on the Bhagavad Gita and how Lord Krishna's advice to Arjuna is relevant to the hurdles you face today, or understanding your mind, or explanations on Hindu scriptures in easy-to-understand English, the Chinmaya Mission YouTube channel is the place to be. All links are in the description.